Happy Tuesday, Locked On Wildcat fans. I am your host, Mike Luke. We've got a lot to get to, but we are going to talk about the sport that makes the city go. We are going to talk all Arizona basketball today and maybe tomorrow. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we've been talking a lot of Arizona football, and rightfully so, because quite frankly, Arizona doesn't stink. It's fun to be able to talk about a team that doesn't stink, but... Arizona basketball is also here, so that is going to take up a lot of our attention. Don't worry. Football will obviously be on the front burner, not the back burner as well. But the red-blue game was here on Friday, and while it's tough to really discern you know, what exactly was going on there, we're going to talk about some of the observations. Okay, first, Umar Ballo. Our guy, we love Umar Ballo on this show, is going to be an absolute problem in the conference this year. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You watch him, and his body has been totally reshaped. There was a lot of talk about, you know, what is he going to, uh, what's he going to look like? Will he be able to get quicker? Will he be able to get more nimble? Um, there is, uh, there's obviously a lot to like there with Umar Ballo. Um, now, one thing that uh, also showed the game didn't look too quick for him. There's been times in the past with Umar where the game just looked a little too quick for him, where you know he was kind of a step behind, whatever the case may be. But in this game, and again, granted, it's against, granted, it's against, uh, you know, a. Uh, you know, you're Dylan Anderson's, you're Henry Visers, but you can tell that Ballo's probably going to have a pretty big year this year. And if he's playing probably 28 to 30 minutes a game, then you're looking at an all-conference type dude right there. That's where I think he's at. Um, he was very impressive. And you can tell, too, that he spent a lot of time working on his craft because just the 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 dexterity, the fluidity that he showed there um, was incredibly impressive. I can't wait to see more of him. But the one thing that I came away from thinking is that Umar Ballo is going to play a lot this year, and I don't think he's going to be coming out of the lineup much. Um, so he's definitely going to be starting. Now, the next guy uh, next to him, you've got Azulis Tabellis. Um, Azulis Tabellis is going to be the uh, Azulis Tabellis is going to be a guy who is. Gosh, I don't know. Um, Julius Tabellis needs to be the best player on the team. Um, the one thing that I think that people look at is, you know, he certainly struggled last year, but you know what he's capable of. You watch him, you know that this can be an all-conference type dude. This can be a um, this can be a guy who. He, not only is he an all-conference dude, he already is an all-conference dude. We already know about that. But you, I think the thing with Azulis uh, Tabellis is you just want him to be confident, but not the fake confidence, not the fake bravado that we saw last year where it was kind of a um, 
where it was kind of a, all right, I'm going to kind of get outside of myself right here. I'm going to talk up to some people. That's not Azulis Tabellis's game. And it came back to bite him in the NCAA tournament, in my opinion. Um, he's the player that needs to be able to go in there and know, you know what? I'm quicker than you. I've got a little bit more of athleticism than you. I can make things happen. And um, that's where he needs to be. He needs to be a 19 and 10 guy. I've thought from the beginning of the season that he needed to be 19 and 10. And I don't think there's any other, there's any reason that he shouldn't be 19 and 10. Um, Where uh, it will be fascinating though, is because last year you had Ben Matherin, you had Christian Coloco, uh, you had, you know, Dave and Terry to a lesser extent. Um, where is he going to fit in right there? Um, can he take up that entire burden? I don't know about that, but I do believe that he can be a conference player of the year candidate and he can be an All-American type. He's got that type of potential behind him. Um, I look for a big year out of Azulis. Now, Pella Larson. Um, Pella Larson to me is a guy that – uh, is very good, but at the same time, um, how do I put this? He he still has limitations, I think, that people aren't really grasping. Pella Larson, first of all, you can say whatever you are, you know, uh, Pella Larson can look at me as if he really cares, and he could say, listen, dude, you're the guy that said that, uh, that I wasn't very good last year. Um, okay, and I turned out to be totally wrong. And I will continue to make fun of myself with the hashtag my bad Pella movement that uh, <laughs> that took off last year. But Pella Larson is he's very he's a good very good player. He's a good standstill shooter. He's a good um, he's a guy that uh, off one or two dribbles can get to the hoop. Um, he's a good defensive player. Uh, I think he's a solid starter. He's a solid fourth or fifth option on a team. I don't see the all-conference type thing that a lot of people are pushing. That, to me, it, uh, it seems a little ahead of the game, just because I don't know that he's necessarily dynamic enough. Um, I think with uh, when it comes to uh, um, when it comes to him, a logical explanation or a logical exp- expectation, excuse me, would be something what like um, you know. 11 points, four rebounds, four assists, something like that, where you're kind of, you're a little bit of a jack of all trades type. Now I can say for a fact, and I know this for a fact that Tommy Lloyd is a big fan of Pella Larson and thinks that he's going to be doing some really, really big things right here. Now, where are we going to be with, uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, what he can do. Can he be that all-conference guy? I'm skeptical, but again, he's much better than I thought he was. So take for what it's worth on that one, because again, I was already wrong on Pella. Pella's obviously shown that he can play. Now, in the backcourt, Courtney Ramey is an interesting situation right here, because Courtney Ramey is is a player that he averaged about 12, uh, 12 or 13 a game at uh, the University of uh, Texas. We all know that. Played some pretty good defense as well because you look at it and his name was generally um, – is generally um, – let's see here. His name is generally um, – you know, somewhere 12 to 13 points, something like that. Um, but 
I am curious as to see how much that he can. Um, um, I am curious to see how much he can do off of the or uh, how much he can do though creating his own shot. Um, one thing that I find fascinating about him is yes, he didn't do that a ton at Texas, and I've had people from Texas tell me that exact same thing. But one thing that I am curious about is where did um, where did uh, where did the idea come that he can't create off the dribble? Now again, I get that he didn't do it at Cal, but I watched him in the red blue game, and it looked like he had a little bit of fluidity off the bounce. It looked like he had a little bit of an ability to be able to get after the passer or after the passer. I'm I'm so stuck up in football right now, but he looked like he had the ability to be able to get his guy off the dribble a little bit and to be able to create space and get to the hoop. Um, so one thing that I think, um, one thing that I think uh, uh, the Arizona fans need to look at is where is the university of Arizona when it comes to um, the guard play right there. And I think Kenny at, or Kenny, Abbey, I think that uh, per Prisa, and Courtney Ramey are going to actually be really good fits for each other next to each other because um, I think right now Arizona is um, Arizona right now is where um, you're at and it's like how do I put this um, you know the Kirk Crease is going to have problems defending. I, I don't think that there's any doubt about that. He's that's just kind of where Kirk Creesa is right now. And so Kirk Creesa, where he's at is he's got to just become a better shooter. And I still don't know that he's going to be that. Um, I'd love to be wrong here, but I do kind of wonder if he's one of those guys where the shot looks good coming off the hand, where he's going to make some timely shots, which certainly matters for sure. But at the same time, you're never going to get that 40%. You're never going to get that, uh, you know, that 40% from three, the 44, 45% from the, uh, um, from the uh, uh, three point and from the field goal. I, I just don't know that that's going to be the case, but that doesn't mean that he can't still be incredibly important though, when it comes to shooting the ball, when it comes to going, um, setting up big plays because he's shown that in the past. He's shown that he can make big plays. He's shown that he can make big shots when it really matters down the stretch. That's where I think he's going to be fascinating to watch. And I think Courtney Ramey has the ability to be able to um, cover up some of uh, the defensive lapses that uh, the def some of the defensive lapses that Kirk Risa will have. And who knows, maybe he can explode a little bit off the bounce. We'll see. Again, a lot of Texas people have said that's not really a strength of Courtney Ramey's game. Fair enough. Um, but I am intrigued by what he can do there. I think that he has a little bit of a unique, uh, a unique uh, ability to be able to possibly make some plays right there. Um, now, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to the rest of the squad, then you do think that uh, that's probably going to be your starting lineup right now. I would be, Fairly surprised if that is not the starting lineup. As a matter of fact, I'd be stunned if that's not the starting lineup. I think that that's pretty much set in stone right there. Now, who are some of the other uh, guys to really keep an eye on? Well, a guy that I don't know what to really expect of him, but uh, Philip B. Philip Borovichinen is going to be a problem. I don't know when he's going to be a problem, but at some point he's going to be a problem because. 
first of all, I did not expect him to be as big physically as he is already. He was the guy that um, he was the guy who uh, I always thought would be a little bit of a um, that he was the guy who would always be a, the, the European that comes over here is always you're always going to be a little bit questioning of. It doesn't mean that he can't play for sure. I mean, because we've seen a lot of guys that can really play, but you do wonder, all right, it's a totally different level of competition. He played at a lower caliber, obviously. Um, Where exactly does Arizona land with him? It looks like Arizona got a steal. And one thing that we do know about Tommy Lloyd is that he 100% knows what he's doing when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to the international game, he's shown that and he's shown that time and again, and I think we just got to be able to listen to him and just say, you know what? Tommy Lloyd clearly knows what he's doing here. Let's just listen to what he has to say because Borovichinen looked good. He looked smooth with the ball. He looked like he could make some play, some heady plays. He looked very, um, he looked very, uh, uh, how do I put this? Um, just fluid and comfortable out there, which he kind of wondered, would that really be the case? But, um, he uh, he certainly made uh, he certainly made that in a big way. I think that you're going to see a lot of people who are going to be Philly B fans, and they're going to be Philly B fans for quite a while, and rightfully so because again, he's good. He did things the right way. I don't know that he's going to be the, that guy this year, but I do think that there's a point where he's going to be a player that's probably going to pop up on NBA radars. That's where I think you're kind of at with Philly B. He's he's that dude right there. Um, it might again. It might take a while. I don't know where all of the uh, I don't know where all of his minutes are going to come from, but he's probably good enough to uh, be able to force his way onto the court. And I think once he forces his way onto the court, you kind of get the sense that he's probably never going to be coming off. He's I think he's got that type of potential to him. All right, now I want to tell you about Get Upside. Here's the deal. Right now, uh, right now, gas prices obviously are sky high, and so um, this is an easy thing to do. You just get the the Upside app. It's an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines. Anybody who dines out, and um, to get started, you can download the free Upside app. Use promo code Locked On and get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more. Download the free Upside app and use promo code Locked On to get five dollars or more back on your first purchase. That's five dollars or more on your first purchase with ten dollars or more using promo code Locked On. Okay, we're going to take a quick break right here. We will be back and we are going to start talking more about the guys that are on the Arizona bench and who could possibly be some of those players that are going to bring some real heat to the equation. Come back with us. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we've got more uh, we've got more stuff to talk about right here. Um, let's talk about Henry Vesar. Henry Vesar has got a lot of skills to him. That was very evident very early on that he's got some real potential. I'm excited to see what he can do because he can move around fluidly. Big shout out to Jack Murphy for uh, finding guys like this. Again, this is uh, Jack Murphy and Tommy Lloyd are a perfect uh, fit right here. Where I'm at is I think that Arizona is 
one of the um, I think Arizona is one of the uh, deeper teams in the country in uh, the, the front court. But where I'm also uh, excited to see, though, is what he can do, because I think he's going to be a little bit of a stretch the, uh, the court type guy. He's pretty like I said, he's pretty, pretty athletic and moved pretty well. Not a great athlete. He's certainly a two year guy. Uh, there's nowhere. There's no way that he's going to be leaving here after a year. I would be honestly, I would be shocked by that. I don't see that being in the case with the, in the cards whatsoever. Um, but you can you can tell that he's definitely behind Ballo. It's going to take a while, but at some point he's going to get there and he's going to be he's going to be good. I look for him to probably play about 15 to 16 minutes per game this year, and that probably gets up to about 25 something like that afterwards. Uh, Cedric Henderson was very interested to see what he could do. Um, wasn't able to really uh, glean a ton from him in that game, but you also were able to see that um, he's a good athlete and he's going to be somebody that's going to be able to, I think, take some of the pressure off of uh, some of the pressure off some of the other players out there. Probably not a starter. I don't know that the, uh, you know, the ball handling and everything is there, but I would imagine he's going to get 15 to 20 minutes a game. And I think he's going to be a solid, solid part of what Arizona wants to do right there. So Cedric Henderson, totally cool with that. All right. Before we get to the rest of it, I want to tell you about a new um, uh, advertiser we've got. And it's called My Solar Nerd. Here's the deal. Folks, if you live in a sunny state like ours, it's very likely that you've had a few people stop by offering you free solar. The truth is that many of these companies aren't local and because of misleading tactics end up overcharging homeowners. Now, my solar nerd mission is simple. Help you get the best solar system to fit your needs. The guys at mysolarnerd.com are local and understand the nuances of going solar in Arizona. They've been doing this for a while and understand that an educated customer is a happy customer. Their no pressure approach will make sure all of your questions get answered. It's really, guys, it's fantastic. Um, here's also the deal. If you're our listeners will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a commitment, evaluate, no commitment evaluation. Um, this promotion is only for our listeners that are homeowners. Visit my solar nerd and select locked on. And how do you hear about us? Make the switch to solar on your terms. Folks going solar doesn't need to be complicated. MySolarNerd.com makes it easy. Let's take a quick break. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, um, talk, we're going to talk tomorrow about some of the players that haven't necessarily, that didn't play a ton or that uh, probably won't play a ton this year, but are going to be big parts of what Arizona wants to do going forward in the future. But in addition, I think this team is good. I don't think that they are, uh, like I said, I don't think they're a national title contender. I think that they're more of a top, like I said, 15 to 25 teams, something like that. And it's kind of a bridge year, but then next year, Arizona Arizona is going to be competing for a national championship. I just, again, I just don't think that you can replace guys like Ben Matherin, Christian Coloco, Dalen Terry, folks like that, and be able to, you know, have a seamless transition. That's generally for the Dukes, the, uh, you know, the Dukes, the Kentuckys of the world. But again, we'll see. But I am fascinated to see. I think this is going to be a good team. And there's no doubt about it that Tommy Lloyd gets it. Tommy Lloyd is the absolute right man for the job. And this is, uh, again, 
Arizona basketball is here. We're going to talk a bunch of Arizona basketball tomorrow as well. We're also going to talk a little bit of Arizona women's basketball as well because they got a pretty nice squad on their hands as well. But everybody out there, sincerely appreciate you listening. You have a great rest of your Tuesday. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats.